Hi everyone. Hello. I'm Jay. And I'm Sabina. And our topic today is death and the meaning of life. Well, it's a big topic,、mm. and we're both a little bit nervous, aren't we? I'm so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Is it going to be okay? <laughs> it's going to be okay. Yes.、Uh, well, that would be that same thing could be asked about life, isn't it? Because、True. we're so afraid of. We're so afraid of death that we sometimes aren't even alive. We're so afraid of life. Speaking from myself, whoever's listening, you can look inward and find out if that is true for yourself as well. Yeah, and we are even a little bit afraid of talking about death. You、yeah. know, it's kind of like, are we going to be able to?、Um, I don't know how you say this in English, but be. Be good enough to talk about it. That's that's what has been going on for me,、mm. you know.、Um, this this kind of feeling of, wow, it's such a such a big and important and quite loaded kind of theme, isn't it? With a lot of different、um, theories and understandings out there in the world as well, a lot of people already have their mind made up about something that we maybe don't know that much about. Yes, and if we are very honest, I understand how there are so many theories because it feels a bit like we don't really know exactly、mm. what death and after the death is happening. And that was very bad English, but I think everybody knows what I tried to say. Not everyone <laughs> speaking has perfect. Not everyone listening has perfect English, so they'll be fine. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah.、Um, so yeah, death itself has had that reputation of being quite scary to most people、mm. because it f- has had that feeling of that it's the end. But is it the end? What is the end of? Well, I'll just share what how it's seen in Renshui, and、yeah. so some of you will know listening to our podcast. Sabina and I are students of a, a I don't know how to put it a teacher, a Qigong teacher from originally from China, based in New Zealand, who's very amazing and very has helped a lot of people,、mm. and his teachings are. Similar to Buddhism in some degrees, but but different in a lot of other ways. But there is that reincarnation element, that element of we have a true self, which you could liken to the idea of the soul, but we use the word shen or true self. Yeah. And the shen, when when we die, carries on, and then. Most likely gets reincarnated into a human form. Yeah, that's the s- simplest version of it. Yeah. Yes.、Um, personally, I grew up as a Catholic girl.、Mm. You know, for me, this whole reincarnation concept came only into my life when I was a young adult, and I started to think on my own. <laughs> mm. For me, it just has opened up so much. To, to even just take that in consideration that that 
is what happens. And I don't yeah. doubt about it personally, you know. Yeah. I, I don't know, I can't really say I have proof, but I don't doubt it. It just feels so right to okay. me. Mm. It just has helped me so much to understand life, mm. actually, and what's yeah. going on in in my life, but also in other people's life and in this world, in our society. Yeah, and the second part of our topic was it's death and the meaning of life. Yeah. The meaning of life is basically you come in with what you need to work on and you work on it and then when it's time to go back into the universe, I don't know how to describe it and I I have had experiences but special experiences of, of seeing beyond what you would normally see in reality but when you go back out into the universe and you go back to your to your shen you're no longer part no longer with a physical body and with your chi anymore then you'll then you'll go back again you'll come back again as, as a human most likely and from that place the things that you hadn't resolved and still needed to work on, they need to be worked on in the next life. Yeah. So the meaning of life in simple terms is growth. Yeah. Is maybe we could even give an example. Yeah. Oh, uh, let's think of one. Well, maybe we're feeling, maybe... Maybe we feel, well, okay, just uh, some of the things I've worked on is is my feelings towards other people. You know, when you're very young, things happen and you get scared and then you create an imprint. Um, we call them patterns. You create a, I'll make sure I don't get scared by that again. I'll look out for danger. And yeah. so you so you take that through your life and you're repeatedly trying to protect yourself from from danger yeah and and it gets more and more elaborate and actually in some ways we're doing what our ancestors did as well but we're doing what we've done for multiple lifetimes we're we're working on these with these survival strategies that we've created but these survival strategies they if they they stop us seeing the full picture. The patterns stop us seeing the full picture of reality. Yeah. And then we bring it on. So if I don't work on my lack of trust and connection with people in this lifetime, then I'll work on it in the next lifetime. Yeah. You can think of it in terms of not just lifetimes, but just days. If I don't work on myself today, then when I wake up in the morning, I'll still have those things to work on. Yes. Yeah. And that's good that you say it because... In some ways, some of our teachers who have um, have had a, uh, have seen their soul already, their shin, and have mm. a higher um, realization level, they say that death, in some ways, is a bit like that. You know, you you fall asleep at night and you wake up in the morning, mm. and it's kind of just a different time and space, kind of. A lifetime. Yeah. So, as you see it, when you didn't grow today, 
you wake up tomorrow with the same in the same place you have been in mm. at the end of today and you have to again try to grow. But if you did grow today, yeah. then tomorrow you wake up and you're already grown a little bit more. And it's the same when we look at lifetimes. We have been having one lifetime after the other one, each time having the opportunity to grow. Mm. And what we haven't been able to grow um, in or off or however you would say that we'll bring it into our next lifetime and we get another opportunity I like this more I like this idea more than to me I can't see how the more western model of spirituality makes complete sense because I how do you just get to go to heaven without doing the work yeah. The, the, well, the they Eastern... say if you're a good person, yeah. then you go to heaven. But what is good? But what if someone's really, really, really horrible person, like just actually just horrible, but they, by the end of life, they become a little less horrible. Would they go to heaven? I think there is something in between. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. Is it called purgatory? I don't know. I don't know either in English <laughs> words. Okay. Just... I've taken this off topic a little bit. But no, it's it's good yeah. to say, like, yeah. it just doesn't make complete sense. I think it makes much more sense to me to have chance after chance after chance. That makes it also fair that sometimes people have a really, really, really hard life. And, you know, not even necessarily because of their own doing. So they might have a chance of, you know, doing some growth in this life and then they come into a next life and it might not be as hard anymore. I don't know. <laughs> this is obviously a massive topic. So we are just scratching yeah. on the surface here with anything we say. I was thinking another one that just popped into my mind was one of the patterns I've worked on recently is this feeling of being under attack by people even when they even when I aren't, when, when I'm not. Yeah. So, you know, if someone, trying to not say my wife, but, you know, I live with her daily, but yeah. if someone says to me, hey, can you do this job or can you do this, sometimes I take it as an attack. Yeah. But what's worse, and I've really been, like, shocked by it, is that sometimes when I feel attacked, how do I respond? I attack back. Yes. And so then these other people around me, they they take on that, oh, people attack me, I must defend myself. And then, so it's like we create these really similar patterns between us, quite hostile patterns. Yeah. And whether you look at it in terms of, like, the generations of, of, like, ancestry or you look at it in terms of reincarnation, it's like these patterns and these problems that we create get passed down through just, through the aeons, through time and, and all and passed out in all sorts of different directions. Yeah. And and so the meaning of life is to stop that happening, and you do that out of love for yourself by going back to what's really, what what is the truth of my feelings? Why do I feel this way? Where did it come from? Lots of questions you can ask for yourself. It's like take responsibility for your own suffering and heal that within yourself out of as an act of love and kindness to yourself and as an act of kindness and love to to everyone in your life because then it doesn't matter who started it 
Yes. Someone started it a long ago, time ago, and it wasn't us, really, or it might have been us. Yes. <laughs> it's like how it is. Yeah. And, you know, if you look at death this way we have been describing, it does lose us, for me at least, a little bit its scariness. Because, well... I do my best in this life, and that would be actually, because you could also say, oh, yeah, if you get again reborn, you know, you don't need to be a nice person this life. Yeah, but then you have again in the next life um, to deal with all the circumstances to have a chance mm. of becoming a nice person. And so I might as well take this opportunity in this life to work on my patterns to grow mm. and when i when we say grow we talk about you know solving the things which are not beneficial to us and to the whole mm. and then this is not so dramatic anymore because i'm not afraid of dying anymore because i know okay you know if i would die tomorrow then, well, that's just an end to this cycle. It's like going to sleep at night. Hmm. And then there is like, we, we talk about there is a transition time for Shin before I might be ready to go back and take another lifetime and learn more lessons. So it kind of is like, it's just how the whole universe works, how nature works, how day and night and the seasons and everything works as a as a cycle. And it death in this way together, is like that. It comes together in, in a form and then it disperses back into formlessness. Yeah, exactly. But it's still the essence of it or the spirit of it remains. Yeah, and it's so, never, yeah. it's it just keeps keeps going in and out. Yeah. And... I think what we can also touch on is the struggle us humans have with death if close people die, because mm. that is triggering for some of the pains we experience yeah. as humans, grief and, and you know, attachment. We, are, we, we really don't want to lose a person. So it's another opportunity, obviously, for us in this life to deal and learn from the situation. And um, so death sometimes is even more scary if we think about other people dying. One of the – I was reviewing the kind of fears that I might hold around death, and one of the fears is just that I won't get everything done. I'm so tight. I'm so – invested in my life all the different kind of threads of um you know i'm doing a workshop next week i've got a, um got some shows up in in different towns and then and then i'm going to do this podcast these <laughs> things i've got to do and, and like imagine That's that interesting. thought imagine that thought of what if it didn't matter like what if i like mm. like well i haven't resolved that yet but that's an interesting one yeah. It's it it comes down again to identification, doesn't it? And it's the theme of our this full moon this month of um Renshwe practice. I'm seeing as I talk I'm already seeing some really deep patterns about that. I don't want to even touch on them yeah. in the podcast, but why we have to be so busy 
that's yeah. been driven by patterns for sure. And just the the fact that we have the feeling of that not doing something could be a problem. Mm. Well, is it really a problem? It's not. But also, yeah, why are we so afraid of something that is inevitable? Yes. It is because we think it's the end. I think mm. because there's so such a deep a deep um what's the word misunderstanding in us humans mm. that that we are not living forever but if we if we look obviously our bodies die mm. at the end of our days but our shin does not mm. die. And that's really who we really are. The body is just a vehicle for shin to experience itself, yeah. to do the growth, to, to, to be able to see who we really are. It's, it's mm. such a big topic, isn't it? I, I had an experience before I was really doing much Qigong practice. I was just reading a book and suddenly my perception of reality changed. I now know that that's essentially a realization. So our true self is able to experience, is able to kind of come to the surface and how it comes to the surface is through realization. And realization allows us a direct experience of reality. So that's where... So my direct experience of reality was suddenly I knew that I couldn't die. I knew like I knew I was just consciousness and I was everywhere and I went on and on mm -hmm. and consciousness was all there was. Yeah. But I wasn't able to see what other parts of the consciousness were doing. I could just feel that just goes out and mm. out and it's it's all yes. I am I'm just everywhere like in the I'm in the air you know I'm just everywhere yep. I'm just in everything and then I was like just a pair of eyes looking out from me that's all I felt like as a person at that time was I'm just a pair of eyes looking out for consciousness to look around <laughs> I was yeah. just consciousness yeah and I remember almost laughing or, or feeling the joy inside of how preposterous it was that I even thought I could die. Yeah. In the past, like, I was like, oh, I can't die. I'm everything. Yeah. And then, and that stayed with me for a few days and yeah. slowly kind of faded. And it still left an impact. Yeah. But I won't pretend that death doesn't scare me. I've still got a lot more work to do. Those special realizations, there's still work to do. And, you know, some people maybe write a book and become great spiritual teachers off the back of something like mm. that. <laughs> I know, but you just got to keep doing the work. It's amazing, like, to have such an experience where it is so clear and then, you know, step back into the illusion mm. that it's not like that. But that's that's Because the patterns happens. are like... Yeah. Wow, that was amazing. But we've got to get stuff done now. I wonder <laughs> if she likes me. I wonder if he likes me. Am I okay? It's like, yes. it's like, uh. the other day I 
kind of after doing a workshop on death with Sylvie Utrus, um, which was really good, um, I kind of talked about, in some ways, you know, one of the laws of the universe is, is that everything changes all the time. Mm. Nothing is still, nothing is unmoving. There's always this opening and closing and there is constant yeah. change. So in some ways, everything is dying and reborn all the time, isn't yeah. it? Like, because as soon as something changes, there was a death there of yeah. what it was and a, a new birth of what it is. And then... Uh, of, uh, what's popping into my mind is that is identity and the way, like, let's imagine I have a really nice hat and I do actually have a really nice hat. But then I start to think, I'm Jay and I have a really nice hat. And yeah. then one day, you know, the hat blows off, it blows into the ocean yeah. and it's swept away. And then it's like, oh, I'm still Jay. I'm, yeah. The, the Jay with the really nice hat, that died yesterday when the hat got blown away. Yes. And so there's constantly the parts of us that are dying, things that that are us, but they're not us. You know, you think you are you because you have this or this or this yeah but what if it's taken away is there still a you or is the you only constructed of yeah. is the you just the clothes you wear and the personality you have what mm. if you have a stroke and you can't speak anymore yeah are you gone yeah and so where is the you mm. uh, and this is mm. There is, that's in Renshui, is there is a you that we try to uncover, and that's what realisation is. And, of course, we know from other spiritual teachings that hundreds of thousands of people, probably millions, have been seeking this and experiencing this to mm. some degree and and thinking of it in different ways as well. But there's a truth there of, of feeling that the you. Yes, and the interesting thing is, I really like that example with the head because what we are still doing when we are still in the patterns, yeah. we think, oh, I lost the head and we're really sad, you know, because that head mm. has flown into the ocean and we don't have it anymore. So we we Some don't realize that, not, that, you know, we are, we, we haven't actually lost anything except the head. We are still the same. Yeah. And I guess it's the attachment to the head, which was the problem. And I know this could sound really triggering for people who have lost a person because mm. it is a real, a real kind of pain we experience mm. when we lose somebody we love. But if we can keep in mind that that person hasn't actually died just the body of that person has died. So the only yeah. thing we actually lost is the presence of that person as a body. And it's sad. It's, it's understanding to be sad. Yes. And because you would feel sad. I would feel sad if a good friend wasn't in my life anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So, but, at the, but we can also say that the attachment is that it is holding us back. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not saying here, and I hope that everybody understood that, that there is anything bad about feeling sad or mm. grieving or 
whatever one needs to do to deal with the loss of somebody. But the ultimate, the ultimate Mm. um, ability we have as humans is to embrace it. Mm. And some cultures do that. Some cultures celebrate the death of a person. It's just a different way of looking at it, I guess. I have had experiences of meeting significant people in my life where I also experienced a realization of the significance of that person. Like mm. when they come into view or uh, like the night that my wife and I started seeing each other, it was like, it's this, um, my whole body turns into chi, just like, because, and, and I can feel all through my body and it's just a shiver. Mm. And then there's this direct knowing of, ah, this person's going to be in my life now. Yeah. And then, and you know, those people like that, you suddenly, you have a rapport with them instantly. And I, I, the view I take is that I'm meeting them again. That's the view I take. Yeah. I'm like, but it's not the view I took at the time because I didn't have that worldview. But looking back on it, I'm like, wow, we just knew we were going to be friends. Mm. But it's also possible to have a significant meeting with someone that's just, just there for a very brief moment as well. Yeah. And as I say, I don't, maybe... Maybe every meeting is significant. Every every moment is significant. Well, that would be nice to have experienced that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so let's just, death and the meaning of life. Well, isn't it beautiful when we can see death the way, in a way that it's not making us feel bad and you know the meaning of life is growth and sometimes that is a short time sometimes it's a long time and it never ends so even if there is a short lifetime of growth for somebody happening well they then move on into another lifetime and have another chance. And as you say, sometimes we meet souls again. Mm. So there is no reason why we wouldn't meet a soul we have really been connected to in this life in another life again. Yeah, I, I, I'm trying to think why it is that we, why it is that death is so painful for humans. And... One that one thing that came to mind for me was was instinct. That instinctively we don't want to die. Yeah. The other thing that came to mind for me was the yeah the mystery of it all. Why why is it like it is? Like we just don't know, so we're scared of what we don't know, and maybe we even in the when we don't know something, we fill in that lack of knowing with with assumptions. So, so we've maybe create for a lot of us have created a lot of fear and distress around death, but that's just assumptions and it's very, 
uh, it's very survival based. I've been reading the news a lot. I'll read the news most days, and I was reflecting today that actually I must. I I've read so many more deaths, uh, people's deaths, in the news than I've actually experienced in real life. You're constantly so and so died, and such and such died, and and the, and the the whole kind of that whole narrative that wears a not just the media but a, as a culture we have a sort of a narrative around death that that then permeates each individual. You know, you know. I want to be really sensitive here. Well, I'm probably not going to be sensitive enough, so sorry. But <laughs> but it's like, you know, we hear so-and-so died and we're like, oh, that's so sad, that's so terrible. Oh, what a shame that happened, that's so horrible. And and then you, and you read the news and it's like horrific death or horrific accident and death and death. And it's like, and it, if you feel the way it makes your body feel, it's like you're your chi, your life force is like spiky. Your mind is spiky because it's kind of like looking around the corner. Am I safe? Am I safe? Oh no, something's going to kill me. Am I safe? And Mm. it's, I get, I'm more sharing these ideas to start a conversation here than saying I know this, but we're so afraid of death right now. And, but when you think of it logically, we're probably only going to die once. And in this lifetime, we'll only just die once. <laughs> just going to die. It's going to happen. Yeah. It, there's no guarantee when it's going to happen. It's no guarantee. We might say, like, let's say, I might say to the world, I never want my car to break down. I never want my loved ones to die before I do. I never want, boom, I can make a big list of all the mm. things I don't want to happen and I can't stand it if they happen. But what if they do happen? Yeah. It's death is going to happen i think another really big reason is why we are afraid of death is because we know we're going to have to leave behind all that we have accumulated and from status to um, possessions to people we love it's kind of like this like no i don't want to go because i want to enjoy that and keep that and so it, it's a very big reason why we don't want to go. I was thinking, wouldn't it be cool if we do this podcast again, but in like 30 or 40 years? <laughs> Shall we? If yes, we remember? let's do it. So How old are we going to be in 30, 40 years? Yeah, yeah we, should, we should still be alive. If we're around. <laughs> if, we're, if we're alive. Otherwise, someone else can do it. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I know that. Oh. I'm sure my opinions would be different. Oh, I'm sure, because we would have been growing. If we are still alive, you know, we would have, because that's what we try to do, Mm. is grow. And we work on our patterns, we work on our heart, we we give our best, um, and that's all we can do. And then, well. Mm. (laughs) Okay, so... I still feel like there's so much to say, but but maybe we've just started the conversation and if you've been listening, hopefully, if you're interested, Renshui does have some really interesting teachings around death. Mm. There is uh, not a 
talk, but it's a, a lecture from Yuansa Fear of Death. I think that's yeah. out there on the internet somewhere or yes. can be found. Yes. Yeah. Or you can connect with us. Um if you if you wanna get some information mm. about um this topic from what we have been learning with Rentre. Yeah, I, d I want to add one more thing. Just want to add how tricky it is. Let's say if we talk about fear of death, it can be quite tricky because we don't want to just squash down our fear and our emotions around mm. something and yeah. hide from it. So hiding from something. So if I do feel fear of death and I do feel sadness and grief yeah. and I just hide it, and say, oh, no, it's all fine. Yeah. That's, That's worse or equally as bad. Yeah. But at the same time, if I can admit my feelings around things and then investigate them and go inward and understand them more, mm. maybe I can transform or expand those feelings. So... Yes, very important. And there is no time... There is no time limit to how long you know somebody might feel some certain emotion about losing something or somebody yeah um, because losing something can also cause grief like my hat yeah. like your hat yeah. yeah so yeah we need to acknowledge it and i think thank you for remembering that we tell this to our listeners that there is no Yeah. Not a misunderstanding there. Hmm. Okay. Okay, thank you for listening. Thank you very much. Yeah. And Sorry that this has to end. All things end. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Hmm. Bye. Bye.